Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Secret of Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. The views expressed on The Secret to Everything are not necessarily those of the host, the co-host, or our guests. All medical information given is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose any disease or condition. Please see your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. And as always, thank you for listening. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, N.D., CNH is the best-selling author of the ebook The Secret to Everything Manifesting the Life You Desire now available on Amazon she has practiced naturopathic medicine for over 20 years she is a gifted intuitive medium empath paranormal investigator and remote viewer she travels and gives classes and lectures across the country as well as taking limited private clients trained in many modalities of healing Dr. Kimberly has been practicing energy healing exclusively for the last 10 years. Dr. Kimberly has the ability to raise your vibration in person or long distance, and as a result, change everything in your life for the better, forever. A gifted transformationalist, she has developed TEB, or Transformational Energy Balancing, in order to facilitate permanent and rapid healing in her clients. Her desire is to be your last healer. And now, the host of The Secret to Everything, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Happy Wednesday evening, everyone. I am so glad you are with us. We are in for a treat. We have um, Miss Lisa from Akashic Knowing with us tonight. And I was chatting with her a little bit before the show and uh, she just has a wealth of knowledge and information, and she's able to kind of crack open the Akashic Records for everyone in general and provide a space for discovery and healing. So I really expect this to be a rather transformational show, and um, we are so pleased to have her with us. And I see I have my two lovely co-hosts with me tonight. Mr. Walt, how are you? I am awesome, Dr. Kim. How are you? I am as always, busy and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And I, I have to ask you really quick. Did you get Did you get the announcements? I'm gonna yes, introduce. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I got them 20 minutes early. That's like that's like a record. I know. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> incredible. I, yeah. Always the best and on time for you. And we also have the um, amazing and beautiful um, Shannon with us tonight. Hello, everybody. <clears throat> Hello? Sorry, it's just my mic. Oh. Mic's <laughs> No, the mic's are slow. I think I got cut off. <clears throat> no, but I don't know why the board's running slow tonight. But we have a ton of people stacked up on the calls, and I do want to start digging into this because um, 
I I have my own views on the Akashic Records and um, how I get information. So I love talking to other practitioners about about the Akashic Records, and um, it's kind of one of those mystery things. It's just beginning to be talked about and beginning to be known. But before that, we'll let um, Walt run through the announcements. Walt. Okay. Well, we are excited to announce the beginning class for the Secret to Everything Psychic Foundations class. This class will be beginning the beginning of a comprehensive series leading towards certification and or endorsement by Dr. Kimberly. If you'd like more information on this, please email Shannon at shannon.dr.kim at gmail.com for more information. Dr. Kimberly will be on the Sheila Gale Show next Thursday, March 14th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can go to www.secrettoeverything.com to opt in and receive more information. Dr. Kimberly will be on the Your Wealth Revolution on March 21st at 4 p.m. And next week we will be previewing our psychic classes and giving many readings live on the air. Oz will be talking about the paranormal on March 20th. On March 27th, we have the lovely Michelle Hebert, author of The Tenth Door. We'll be talking about consciousness in the current energy and sharing her story. Then we have the beautiful Melinda Carver, and she will be on April 3rd, talking about her events and doing live psychic and medium readings. We will see if she can do some live diamond activation for us as well. If you are interested in learning more about manifestation, Dr. Kimberly has released two videos in creating wealth and abundance, so you may contact Shannon for more information on that. And tonight we have Lisa Barnett from Akashic Knowing. Okay, thank you, Walt. Shannon, do you have anything you would like to say to all our lovely listeners? Um, I just want to tell them how, I mean, the videos that we've done so far are Magic Manifestation. The first one was on Sacred Geometry, which has been a huge hit. Um, the Flower of Life. Um, Flower of Life. Um, it's, it was it's, really an amazing video brilliant. that we did. A lot of people are really excited about it. Totally informational. The second one we did was on essential oils and herbs and just how to open your psychic abilities better using using natural things. Um, the psychic class, I'm really excited about that coming up. I know a lot of people are too. A lot of people we have already signed up. We're starting to do 10-minute mini sessions with Kim for the people that signed up. And what they get is it's actually the 10 minutes will not be a reading. It will actually be for Kim to kind of evaluate their psychic abilities already, which will help her give, give her a better idea of where to go from there. Um, it starts at the end of the month, so you have plenty of time to sign up, and we'll be sending more information out on those classes as we get closer. So definitely, if you want any information on that, you can email me at shannon.doctor.kim at gmail.com or go to our website and opt in, and you'll get all the information there. And that And that's it? <laughs> well, I'm also really excited about I didn't know this was my show, but... I'm also really excited about our new website coming up. Um, we've been really trying to get this together. Uh, we've gone, you know, through tons and tons of stuff trying to make sure that everything is going to be on there and available, easy access, 
click a button, you're going to have everything that we offer. Um, I'm really excited to see what it looks like. I know Kim's really excited too. She's worked really close with the web designer to get this going, so excited to see. Did I not show you what it looks like, Shannon? <clears throat> no. Oh, I showed Jared. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. I thought I showed you. Okay. Well, we'll deal with that later. Um, now I'm going to get all that. But anyway, I am so happy to introduce um, Lisa Barnett. She is an internationally known teacher, consultant, and founder of the Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom. She is a clear channel of divine wisdom, an energy master, and spiritual teacher. She brings more than 20 years of spiritual counseling and energetic healing to her clients and students. Um, Lisa specializes in working with clients to help them get on their soul path. Working with soul contracts, karma, and vows, Lisa has created a special healing technique called pain body release in which she energetically helps her clients let go of the emotional pain that has accumulated throughout this life and past life. She incorporates information from your soul's library, the Kashic Record, with energetic healing on a soul level to help you break through blocks, clear pain, fear, and karma, and to create the life that your heart and soul desire. So, hopefully, um, your mic will open, and it looks like it is going to. It's opening a little slow, but we welcome you, Lisa, to The Secret to Everything. How are you this evening? I'm great, Dr. Kim. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, I'm absolutely, I'm so excited. Well, let's start out um, with a basic question, which would be, um, I kind of would like to know how how you were led to to do this. It's kind of, it feels like your life's work. So before we get into what are the Akashic Records, which is a good beginning question, how did you get to where you are now, Lisa? Um, let's see if I can make this a really the abridged version. Um, I'm one of those people who was born kind of awake at about three years old. I kind of looked at my hands and thought, oh, my God, I'm in a body. What am I thinking? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I've had that lifetime of searching and seeking, of studying. Luckily, I grew up in California in the 70s, so there was lots of things to read and do. Um, and I minored in philosophy and kind of on and on. And finally, I actually started doing a lot of uh, energy healing and studied with um, some wonderful intuitives who really talked about the Akashic Records. The interesting piece for me was that I was taught that you could kind of go up to the gates of the records and ask to receive some energy for you know myself or for my clients usually I was doing it for clients and I would see energy come in I would see you know um, books come in it would look like sparkles or waterfalls or you know and it would fill up the person but the way I was taught it was like oh but you don't get to go in there that's private so I did that for years and years until I started hearing a booming voice that said you know that's not the truth wow <laughs> and um and that I met a person uh, when I was on a, a personal um, retreat in Sedona, Arizona, and I met a woman who said that um, she used a vibrational key as a sacred prayer to access the records. And so that opened a whole new door to me, and I learned um, to access the records using a vibrational key. And, um, and now I've brought through about five more Sacred prayers, vibrational keys to teach my students. So, that is so cool. I've never, I've never heard that, but I, 
that's interesting that you're using the word vibration because I wonder um I play around in the Akashic records, but I do more of a um crossroads timeline timeline work, but I wonder if I access that similar information so easily because of my frequency. So when you raise your frequency, I think like the whole universes and parallel universes and dimensions open up for you. So I think that that there's a huge truth there, you know, just in the um, harmonics and the frequency. That's very interesting to me. Um, Okay, well, let's start at the beginning because we're throwing around this word Akashic Record, Akashic Record, Akashic Record. What what, What are the Akashic Records? So the way I see the Akashic Record is as the information arm of Divine Source. Some people imagine it as a library, and they think that every book in that library represents a lifetime. Um, Those are really the famous images that have been around for a long time of the Akashic Library. But the truth is, the Akashic field is infinite and everywhere, so it's not actually housed in an etheric building. And everything is recorded in the Akashic field. So everyone and all living things actually have an Akashic record. That means that our pets have records, and actually our businesses even have Akashic records, as do group dynamics and energies. And so even though our business is not a living thing in the same way as you and I are, there is a dynamic vibration that is alive, and it's filled with this vital energy. So you can access, say, the Akashic records of your business or your family group or, um, say, your radio show or your book, and you can open those records so that you can ask for and learn the next steps in whatever it is that you want to work on. So not only do you have your own personal records that are kept and um, supported by your own personal divine masters and teachers, but your business and your pets and your family group and, you know, everything actually has a vibrational record also. Well, Lisa, you just sold me on a reading because I'm like, nobody has ever said that. Like, I never knew I've never heard that. I have never heard anybody say that you can open. Now, I believe, and I totally get what you're saying about the energy. You know, obviously, I actually, you know, my business is its own entity or its own energy, so I get that part. But I have never heard anybody literally say what you just said. Like, that that blows me away. That's just profound. Why is that not commonly taught? Or why don't we hear that? Is it, I mean, do you just have a different knowledge or a more expansive knowledge, possibly? I'm going on a little otherworldly, a little more expansive than most, (laughs) which is why my masters have given me, um, you know, five different prayers, because those different prayers access different kind of areas and different soul lineages for people. So people who uh, resonate more with the Pleiadian soul energy have a different prayer than the people who access or who resonate more with like a a Syrian soul family, if that makes sense, from the dog star Sirius. And so um, we're such galactic travelers. We don't just, you know, live these human lives. And so different vibrations, you know, our souls have different vibrations. We are so unique. It's phenomenal, the... um, when you start to access the records for someone's soul, how unique each person is. 
That is so interesting. So do you determine that based on your intuitive gifts, like which key you would use to, I mean, is that, can you kind of determine someone's frequency and then you use that to enter in? Is that kind of what you do? Well, the the fifth prayer is actually a combination of of the four um, basic prayers. Okay. So I can teach people to access their own Akashic records. And when I teach them, I teach them all four prayers and allow them to find the prayer that resonates with them. So the masters have, um, in the fifth prayer, they really roll those four prayers together. So they're really expansive vibrational energy. So when I open the records for anyone, pretty much, um, or for your business, it, it that that expansive um, prayer to access the records for others is a different prayer, and and it holds that kind of large vibrational key. Okay. Wow, that is so interesting. I love it. I love that. Shannon or Walt, do you have any questions up till now? Because I'll keep asking. Yeah, I have, a, I have a quick question for you. Um, Akashic records is that something because of past lives? Is that is that from our past lives, or is that something else? Um, well, your past lives, um, yes, are absolutely included in your Akashic record. So your Akashic record is the record of your soul's journey from time immemorial. So wherever you have lived, that includes all of your past lives, um, all of the other dimensions you've lived in, if you lived in the angelic realm or the elemental realm or other planets. That's all recorded in your Akashic record, so it's really expansive. Wow. Um, go ahead, Walt. She was breaking up a little bit. I don't know if it's her. her. No, it's spirit. It's fine. Just keep going. <laughs> okay, great. Nice. Um, okay, so... Um, yeah, I picked that up right away. Actually, did you hear voices? I started hearing voices. I heard like six voices in that last conversation. So <laughs> very interesting. Um, okay, so what does it mean when we talk about a person's soul path or purpose? I have to tell you, Lisa, that is, I don't know, what were we talking? I don't know what show we were on. We were just talking about this last night. Um, it might have been Jared's in my group call, but we were talking about how the top three things are um, love, money, and soul purpose like that's it you know that that and health you know is a distant force but so what do you mean when you talk about a person's soul path or purpose and how the heck do we know if we're on the right path is that random do we just have to guess um it's actually very fascinating because most of us come in with soul contracts and soul purposes and so when we look at their what i call their soul lineage it is, what did my soul come to do? Why did it come here? What information does it have? Where and when and how have I uh, manifest this in other lifetimes? And so in your records, if you have come in to be, say, a healer, there will be many other lifetimes in which you've been that, in, a certain, in different modalities and sometimes in the same modality. So we'll see that as part of your soul purpose because it's part of your soul lineage. It's kind of a long line of times and places that you've been that healer. 
and, and so that so shows that up as part of the information, information and wisdom that you've that come to share with the world and the work you've come to do. So it's a piece of your soul path. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. Um, what if, is it possible that during this our lifetime, you know, in this plane, on this dimension, um, is it possible that we don't accomplish our soul's purpose? Sadly enough, yes, it's very possible. (laughs) So when we come in, so there's a couple of different things. So can we just backtrack for a second, Dr. Kim? We had talked about actually opening the records of the group so people can have a a bit of an experience of the energy. Do you want to go ahead and do that and then I'll answer these questions? Yeah, let's do that. Sorry. No, that's okay. And maybe we'll get the masters to kind of help with the reverb or whatever that is. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> so what I would like to do is open the records of this group of the radio show of the people who are listening. And we can have the masters of the acoustic records do some healing for everybody if they choose. So if so you if like you that, that, just consent silently, sit back, sit back, and just go with me as we center and open you to this experience. And you may feel a shift in energy. It may feel more sparkly or tingly. You may see the colors in the room shift as I bring this silver-blue column of light around you. So whatever you notice is just perfect. Just relax and listen with closed eyes if you can. And then we'll continue with the conversation and um, we'll ask the masters to do some healing for you around any issues that come up that we're talking about tonight. So just taking a deep breath, we allow ourselves, we ask our spirits to come even further down into our physical bodies. And we ask the divine lords of unconditional love to help us center fully in this moment as we create this sacred space. Please wrap us in your love and protection and allow us to travel to the highest realms of the Akasha available to us today. Please help us as we lay our hearts open to divine love and release all resistance. Lords of the Akashic Record, please guide us to the deepest truth that we can access now. Support us in healing and releasing that which no longer serves on our true path. And we give great thanks for your divine love and support on this journey tonight. And just notice the energy as it expands around you. Mm, Beautiful. Okay, and that seems to have cleared up that little noise, too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a nice. Wow, if you can call me down, that's a feat, so that's good. <laughs> I'm like mellow now. That's nice. Um, all right, so I forget what I asked you. I asked you something about the fire, but it like went completely out of my mind. Uh, well, let's go to what are um, soul contracts or vows and how to... How do they affect us in this dimension? Okay. So the way I see contracts is that it's 
kind of fascinating. The way the masters show it to me, it's kind of a funny picture. So if you imagine yourself standing in a big auditorium, I always get kind of the high school gymnasium for some reason, and you're standing there with like, you know, 500 or 1,000 other people, all of these souls who are ready to make a journey back to earth. And so we create these contracts because we want to experience different sorts of things. And so we say, is there anyone here who wants to help me um, work on my forgiveness issues? <laughs> and so, so I can really experience profound forgiveness. And one of the souls from your soul family raises their hands, and they're like, yeah, I'll show up, and I'll be that guy that you marry and is not very nice. And you can learn to forgive me and then move on. So that will be our soul contract. We'll have a short marriage. You'll deepen into your forgiveness, and then you'll get to go on and then find a true love or what you'll call a true love in this life. And so then you say, okay, who wants to be my true love? And someone else shows up and they say, we've had a couple of amazing married lifetimes that have been just so rich and profound and filled with light. I'll be that. Let's do that again. That sounds like fun. And so there you are. You're making all of these different contracts. And people come in with actually, you know, maybe a 100 or more different sorts of contracts things they want to work on with different people, things they want to remember, kind of relearn. It's not that we don't know these things, but but we need to remember them in this denser human body. And we're coming here to help to, as we remember that, bring that light back into the um, human realm, to back to humankind and our lives. So we set ourselves up before we come to Earth with all sorts of, of contracts, and many of them we work through. Some of them never come to fruition because, you know, we just don't cross paths with those people we made contracts with because um, there is also a big piece of free will in the world. So you may move, you may be pulled off course for a little bit, you may zig and zag, and so you meet um, some different souls. And that's why we actually make so many contracts because we're never really positive how how it'll all show up as once we come down into this kind of, you know, dense dimension of the earth. So one of the interesting pieces piece about contracts is that sometimes we have a contract with someone and they don't hold up their end of the contract. Mm-hmm. And so if we can move into the higher energy, into those higher vibrations of unconditional love and forgiveness, we can release that contract and move on. So even if we made a contract with somebody to be married to them um, and they're not showing up as that wise, sweet, loving soul that they that we contracted them to be, <laughs> then we may we can say, you know, I forgive you for that. I really love you unconditionally. We can when we see the big picture of the universe, we can let things go. So we can really release those contracts so we can move on and um fulfill a possibly another contract. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, so kind of with the love piece, I'm sorry I'm going on, but I'm just getting a big download for the group. So <laughs> so with, uh, with that love piece, the interesting thing is, is that 
most of us have kind of four to eight love contracts. And so sometimes um, a couple of them don't work out, but there's still other contracts. So the way I receive it in the Akashic Records, we're not just searching for that one twin flame or that one soulmate, that we really make love contracts with a couple of different people, and they're usually from our soul family, and they may be actually part of um, a kind of a twin flame, but um, often when we split, we don't just split in two. Sometimes we split into many different pieces. So there's not just one soulmate. Sometimes there's um, hundreds of soulmates, which is kind of a real different way of looking at it, but that's the way the masters of the Akashic Records explain it to me. You know, I totally agree with that because, um, you know, like I was married for a very long time and, you know, I always felt like this is the only person that I'm ever going to love like this, ever going to love me like this. And somebody once told me, they said, um, do you really think that you found your soulmate in the same town that you live in, in the same town that you grew up in, and that's your only soulmate? And that made me think, you know, really? I mean, I know, you know, God works in mysterious ways and everything, but I believe that, like, there's more than one person out there that could be your soulmate. It doesn't have to be one specific person. Right, right, absolutely. So um, the way the masters explain it to me is that we're, we're kind of born into a basket of souls, so a group of us start out together, and that's really our soul family. And so when we start, when we individuate from source, we're usually pretty big souls, and we often live hundreds or thousands of lifetimes really in the etheric realms and in different realms and different planes and dimensions. And sometimes as we start to come um into more physical form and really embody in either human form or some other um, forms that are on other planets or planes, we, our souls actually need to um, divide so that so it's easier for us to fit into these smaller forms. And so we often will go from being more big, really big, expansive souls, and we're like, oh, okay, now I've been traveling around for, you know, Infinity. I think I'll get a little smaller so I can have a human experience. And so there may be a hundred of you know pieces of you that have had a lot of that same experience. And they may show up. Most of them don't show up in the same lifetime, but sometimes they'll show up as a as um, a main um, uh, relationship, a main partner. Or sometimes they'll show up as parents or siblings or best friends. Um, and so so they can show up in different places all, also. They don't have to just be a love interest. So you may have a best friend that you feel is almost like a twin flame, like you just get each other so clearly. Do, do you think that people have a temporary purpose in your life instead of a long-term purpose? Yes, yeah, there's lots of people, you know, when 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 I say that we have really kind of hundreds of contracts, sometimes people have just a very short contract to show up. It might be to support you and that might be um 
in a short term getting your business started, it could be. Or it might be, um, you know, as uh, you might have a contract with someone to, you know, for me it might be to father my children. So I might have a very short marriage that might be for um, a year or two, and I have my two children because I have a contract with the children, and that person is has contracted to step up and father them. And and it's just a short contract, and then it's done. It's actually complete, and it's fine because that's really what it was about. It wasn't for him to really um, parent and and spend a lifetime with those children. It was just to, to actually be more the... <laughs> genetic parents say. So yeah, we have a lot of short um uh short relationships, short contracts also. And that's just perfect. And I think it really kind of lets us off the hook when we realize that we make all of these hundreds of contracts and and it's okay to move on. That's cool. That's good. What if the other person doesn't want to let you move on? <laughs> that's another that's another show. <laughs> well, those are the things where um the masters often say that to me one of the great, great um gifts of working in the Akashic Records is it raises, as we raise our vibration and we can kind of move um, in a, into the mental plane of seeing this really big picture, we see almost more the overview of our life instead of just the small moment. It actually makes it easier for us to be uh, in forgiveness, to be a very clear, forgiving soul, and to be very spacious and to express that unconditional love. And sometimes in holding that energy and that light, it's easier for us to just really kind of explain that this is our path and it's time for us to move on. And and it allows us to do it with, with more grace and more ease. Not that it's not painful, not that we don't have emotions and emotional pain, but it can help. You, you mentioned earlier um, that, that the, you, you said the masters were talking to you or that's what you understood from the masters. Could you explain a little bit more about what the masters are and sure. how you how you are taught from them? Yes, absolutely. Um, so everyone has beings of light that keep their records really for time immemorial. And the interesting way they explain it to me is that um, even those beings are kind of, there's a hierarchy in the record. So some beings, I call them um, the lords and the masters and the teachers, and and then there's a little bit more junior beings, which we call loved ones. Um, although they're not like a loved one that's passed, you know, crossed over, um, but that's just what what we've called them. So so masters and teachers um, are usually the ones and the loved ones and the beings of life, but just all the beings that keep your records for you. So when we access the records, so when I access the records for someone um, and I open those records, I'm usually met by some of these beings. And depending on the questions the person asks, um, different kind of different energetic beings answer and bring forth information. So if you're asking a really big soul purpose question, 
the masters and sometimes the lords will come through with this kind of bigger overview information. And if you want to work about um, a little bit more about maybe um, your diet and what's the highest and best food for you to eat or kind of exercise in, you know, or a daily routine, then a little bit more junior um, beings that, that um, connect a little more to the earth dimensions, which I call those the loved ones, they may come forward with more daily um, recommendations. And so when we access the records for ourselves, kind of depending on the questions we ask, the information comes from different realms and different areas of your Akashic records. So the ones that keep some of your past lives may come forward if you want to know about um, what you can reclaim, like past life information that would be useful for you. So um, these beings, they don't have names. The masters are not part of the ascended masters. They are literally just the lords, masters, teachers, um, and beings of light that keep the Akashic records for you. Does that make sense? Does that help us? That- yeah, I think I think you have to be um, in your shoes to understand it more than, than someone in my shoes. But yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Right. So, so kind of the easy way of looking at it is there's energetic beings, beings of light that keep your records for you, and they're really there. That's all they do. So they're there for you, and they really want to assist you. They're really just kind of waiting to talk to you. So, <laughs> so part of what they've what they've told me is that um, is to help to bring the Akashic field, the access of the Akashic records, really back to Earth. Because mankind used to be able to access, um, people used to be able to access their Akashic records with much more ease. And then they were really kind of abused and misused, and so the vibration was pulled away from Earth about a thousand years ago, of course, with all of the dark ages and the wars and all of the things that went on. People were misusing the information in the Akashic field, and so the vibration was pulled away. And now it's time to bring it back so people can be divinely guided, that they can really know about their soul's path in a more profound way, that they can heal and clear um, energies and issues through their Akashic records by seeing the big picture. So that's one of the things that I love to assist people in doing, to learn to access their own Akashic records. Can you teach other people to do that? Yeah. Uh, She does that. That's one of the things she does and offers on her, um, offers a number of kind of ways, you know, levels, of course, don't you, Lisa? Um, Yeah. Yeah, to do that, I think. And we'll get into that a little bit later. And I think it's amazing. So here's a good question, spinning off of Walt's question. Can everyone, I mean, have you ever, this is kind of putting you on the spot question, but have you ever met anyone uh, that could not access their own acoustic records? And then why would that be if they couldn't? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say of uh, the hundreds I've taught, there's been very few. There's a handful. Um, to be honest, part of what I've noticed with those people is that um, they really needed information um, because they were in kind of emotional pain and trauma. So they were struggling with some, you know, with some issues in their life. One of them was going through kind of, you know, a real traumatic divorce, and she really needed help more than to try and learn how to access her records. So. 
we do have to be able to raise our vibration high enough to access that information. And the Akashic prayers <clears throat> are vibrational keys that, that really do that for us. But it's also practice. So we need to um, devote a little bit of time and space and energy to practicing, just like being any kind of good healer or intuitive. We need to practice that, you know, practice it and work with it and expand and grow. And um, so most people really can access the records if they're called to it, if that resonates with their heart, if they're on a spiritual path, they're already running a higher vibration it's really pretty simple to teach people, and, and I do that just really in a in a six week um, teleclass. So it doesn't even take that long to get pretty proficient at it. I love that you say that because um, that's one of the ways you know when people say, "How can I develop my intuitive abilities? How can I do what you do?" And I I say, just start walking. We all have intuitive nudges. We all most of us hear from spirit, but we don't listen. We don't follow. And it's building that trust almost with yourself, I find, that you have the ability to do these kind of extraordinary things. You know, it's building the confidence, I think, that's half the battle. So I love that you said you just start kind of doing it, just do it, you know, start practicing, you know. And, of course, if you resonate with it, and if, if that's part of your, quote, you know, calling, um, it'll be a lot easier, I'm sure, too. And, okay, so I saw, I was looking on your website, and I see that you do one course that has to do with increasing abundance and money. So by accessing the cost records, explain to me how could that affect my abundance or um, my money flow in my life? Well, let's see. So this is really where kind of all these pieces come into play. So past lives really can play a really big um, role in our our lack, our inability to um, receive, and just all sorts of reasons why we're having a hard time, you know, maybe making money in our life. So by accessing the Akashic Records, we can ask these sorts of questions, and what we find is is that most of us have past lives in which we either took some sort of um, vow of poverty as a, you know as a spiritual person we took a vow of poverty and sometimes we actually were very wealthy in a lifetime but we were we really misused our our money and our power and so when it came to the end of our lives we were really probably alone and miserable and so we took a vow we made a vow that we never want to be rich again because that was awful right so it wasn't the rich that was awful. Right. Well, if you die alone and sick and, you know, sitting in a pile of gold, but, <laughs> you know, but all alone in the end, of course, right, that we always say that, that, that very few people ever say, I wish I worked more, went to work more often, spent more, you know, hours. People always say, I wish I spent more time with my family and my loved ones and really was, you know, spent more time in that kind of, you know, space of love. So um, so we definitely have past lives in which we we made vows to not be rich, whether they were a vow of poverty or a vow of kind of like, I don't want to be that. Um, and then um, we there's a whole level of the collective the collective unconscious, which we buy into, which are things like, you know, oh, money is dirty, you know, 
Um, people who have money are miserable. So there's all sorts of, you know, different pieces that our soul knows is not really the truth, but we as people and personalities believe that they're true. And so in that in that um, class, Transform Your um, your Hidden Money Beliefs, what I do is I hold the high vibration of the Akashic Records, and we work through so many of these different um, pieces and issues that people are holding, and we clear them out, and we clear I can go into people's past lives and release that old trauma. Through the records, we can clear some of the karma, um, and by using forgiveness, we can do a lot of deep karmic work. We can clear and release the old vows and bring that energy into present time. So by um, using the high vibration, by accessing the records, by um, asking the assistance of the lords and masters and teachers of the group's Akashic Records, I can heal a lot of these issues for people without even um, without them even having to learn how to do it themselves. That's nice. That's kind of how I work. I can teach you how to do it, or I can just do it for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and both both works at different times for different for different reasons. What about now? I think this is a little different energy in my viewpoint. Anyway, what about cords, like literal energy cords? Can the Akashic records help break uh, the cords from past relationships in this lifetime, or can they only kind of dissolve the contracts and different vows and stuff? from, you know, your past agreement. Yeah, so we can really, one of the things I love about the records, and, you know, I would say that it's, you know, partly, again, you know, we're we're all, you know, um, part of my soul path is to work with a lot of past lives and to clear up a lot of the old karma contracts and vows from past lives, clear those those cords or those connections that are out of time and space because they really hold us back. And so it's beautiful because we can ask those questions of our, you know, masters and teachers, and they'll show me past lives where you have that connection, where we've left our energy, where we made a contract, or we're still holding that vow. And we can clear it really throughout time and space, through past lives, either even other planes and dimensions if those show up, um, as well as, as, you know, present life contracts and um, and cords and energy. So um, the the lords and the masters of, of the Akashic Records have given me some healing tools which are which are also kind of vibrational prayers to help to move people out of our space and and um, and clear energies and entities, you know, for us and to help us get into um, clear alignment. And also a really big and profound one is to work on um, clearing karma by using a forgiveness prayer. Mm, nice. That's really nice. Wow. Well, let's um, – I have a bunch of callers, and I'm not sure, you know, what their questions are. If they are – um, and I know some of you may be just listening on the call, but I'm going to pick up some callers. Please, um, Lisa's offering our listeners an incredible deal. Let's talk about that first before we go to the calls. Lisa, do you want to talk about your website a little bit and the deal that you're offering, uh, your free gift, and the deal that you're offering our listeners? Sure. So um, there is a free gift on my website if you want to go to uh, 
akashicknowing.com, and then that's A-K-A-S-H-I-C-K-N-O-W-I-N-G. So it's akashicknowing.com. And right there you can receive uh, a guided visualization that actually takes you on a beautiful journey into the Akashic field. So in this journey, you actually get to bathe in the river of forgiveness. You get to receive some gifts from your Akashic records. It's a very beautiful meditation, and you'll feel it energetically. So you can um, go, to, go to Akashic Knowing and just sign up for that and um, download the – then you'll get a, an email with the download for the guided meditation. So that's free on my website for you. And then um, I'm offering your listeners – Just I was so excited to be on your show, Dr. Kim. So I'm offering your listeners a 30% discount on a 75-minute um, Akasha consultation. So I usually charge $222 for a 75-minute consultation. And so for your listeners, it will be just $155. And what they do when they go to purchase um, a consultation, they put in the coupon code LOVE, L-O-V-E, and they just have to put that in, and that will give them the 30% discount. So when they go to my uh, Work With Me page, you'll see Buy a Single Consultation, and you'll click on that you know, $222 button when you go to that page to buy it. You'll put in LOVE, L-O-V-E, in the coupon code, so you'll get that 30% discount. So I also have a classes page. I teach um, both in person. I'm here in San Rafael, California, just 20 minutes north of San Francisco. And so I teach in person here. There's five levels of classes. And I also teach on the phone. So um, I'll have a new uh, Akashic, the first course, course one, will be coming up, um, I believe it's probably in uh, April 30th, I believe it starts and runs through May. And so that is going to be the next course one if you want to learn to access the records for yourself. And then it deepens into learning about past lives and and uh, your soul lineage and your genetic lineage and how to clear and heal some of those. And we go on to learn to actually access the records for others. So you can access your your uh, records for friends and family and for your business. And if you want to become an Akasha consultant, you would start there. And I actually do certify um Akashic Record Consultants, and that's a – people take the five classes. The fifth class is um, to become a certified Akashic Record Consultant. So um, we'll have those all over the world soon. <laughs> wow, that's really I, – I think that's incredible and awesome. Well, I'm going to um, run through a few of these callers, if that's okay, with you. And if we have time, I'm going to beg you to do um, – give us uh, that beautiful meditation. Uh, I don't know how long you have, but um, if we have... I have a question. On the 75-minute wake-through session, do you recommend um, having more than one session, or does it just depend on the person? I mean, once you get in their energy and can tell what's going on, is it, you know, is it a one-session-usually thing since it's so, I mean, since it's 75 minutes, or is it 
Um, usually you need to come back a couple times to completely, you know, get everything cleared out. Um, you know, it really is, again, kind of individual and unique. So a lot of the people who come to me really are looking. They're very intuitive themselves. They feel a lot of guidance. They're ready to make some of their next steps, and they really need a lot of validation. So they just want to – so that one session is all they need for a while to kind of make sure they're on the right path to get a little bit more information, to get some maybe healing and clearing, to move some blocks out of the way. Because um, I'm a big, you know, kind of by nature an energy healer, and, of course, that gets – you know, uh, multiplied in the Akashic field. So I do a lot of healing and clearing for people to get rid of those blocks so they can take their next steps. But the people who have um, some big uh, more traumas in their lives and really need a lot of healing and support, then I really recommend that um, that they work with me, you know, more than once, that, that um, I would love to be able to heal a person's complete life in an hour, but, you know... <laughs> It usually takes a couple of sessions. So Right. Well, I bet it's really draining. I mean, 75 minutes, you know, healing. I mean, I know Kim gets exhausted, you know, and a half-hour healing, let alone 75 minutes. I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I, what, I, what I always tell people um, when they start working in the records, it's like exercise. So we just, you know, kind of start out, and people are tired after 10 or 15 minutes when they first learn to access the records. But then you build it up, you build it up, you build it up slowly. So now I spend, you know, all day in the Akashic field, and, um, you know, some days I'm I'm tired by, you know, the afternoon. I'm a power napper. I love a 20-minute power nap. Yeah, know? me too. I love power naps too. <laughs> I love power naps too. <laughs> yeah, so that's really useful. So I don't usually do more than three clients in a day because I feel like I really want to give all of my, you know, focus and attention to people. And 75 minutes is, is pretty long, but there's a lot of information. There's a lot of, you know, um, uh, kind of just wisdom and, and just beautiful, unconditional love and peace that come through the records. And so... As you can hear, I'm kind of hyper, so for me, it's not too big of a deal. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. Well, I'm going to, um, again, I'm going to tell the callers, we're not going to answer specific questions about your Akashic Records. If you have general questions about anything kind of in this whole realm, um, we'll be happy to take your call. So I'm going to run through you guys and see if you have any um, specific questions. So area code... Um, Four one five. Do you have a question for Lisa? And the board's running slow, so it's going to take a minute to grab. Or maybe this is a sign because it's just spinning. You got to love blog talk radio. It works, and sometimes it doesn't. So, um, yeah, they're not. Their mic's not picking up. So, well, do you have a question? While I'm trying to get their mic to open. Um, can you once you know your akashic record? I guess, would you be able to change the the way your records are? <laughs> would you be able to change that? Like, once you know what your what your path is, I guess, does that make sense to you? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I get your question. Um, hmm. I guess it kind of depends on... 
there are things that are changeable. Like we can clear our karma, which may be kind of pushing our path in a certain way or a contract that may be moving us in one direction. So we can finish and bring these to completion by being conscious and working in the records around them. But your soul lineage, which is kind of like um, like I used the example before. So if your soul has come to to be a healer because you've done that for hundreds of lives and it's really important on the planet right now, mm-hmm. that's not changeable as much as you can choose to maybe not do that or do it in a different way. So you could say, okay, I'm not going to be like a hands-on healer like I was for, you know, those 30 lives. Um, maybe I will just acknowledge the light being that I am, and I'm going to shine my light and work in the corporate world as this bright light being, and so I'm not going to do hands-on healing. So in that way, we can make different choices. We are beings of free will, and they absolutely want us to be that and use our free will to make the highest and best choices for ourselves. So it's a little bit less about changing our soul path um, but kind of acknowledging the way we may have written it and then kind of acknowledging that we're going to do something a little bit different. Hmm. What, do you help people with, suppose one per, suppose there's a contract and one person wants out and the other one doesn't, do you help guide people to get out of that contract? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you know, pardon? Are you a miracle worker? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely miracle worker. So really what what we would probably ask, we'd ask a bunch of questions around that contract. We'd ask what we can um, clear if there's old energy that's kind of out of time and space that we can bring to completion. So a lot of times when we work in your records and you finish old energy, like from a past life, so... Um, I'll give you an example. I was working with a client the other day, and um, she had met a man, and both of them were married, but they were completely drawn to each other, right? So they just, but they were going to be in integrity. They weren't going to have an affair, but they felt like overwhelmed by their attraction, and and they were so, you know, they felt so close, and just they could finish each other's sentences already. So um, what we did, what came up when we asked this question about soul contracts and about past lives they had together, it turned out that they had many past lives in which they had been married and they had worked really profoundly together. And so we really kind of cleared and brought that old um, energy into present time just to kind of release that like wanting to live in those past lives. And they had a contract to support each other, but more as business partners in this lifetime. So we kind of strengthen that contract where it's about supporting each other as business partners, and we let go of the old contract where they had been married. And it just was a big relief for them. They really felt that energy shift, and so it was much easier to just be business partners, say. So, yeah, I really like that. Good, good example. Yeah, good, yeah. So so you can actually help both people, even the one who may not want to let go of the contract, 
by working either with that person's records or working um, with the couple or even just working with the one person, kind of bringing that old energy to completion, bringing it into present time, healing um, any karma that we can or vows that are kind of out of time and space. It takes the charge off. That's a lot of what um, makes us hold on and makes it hard for us to heal things is when we have a, a lot of pain or, or, or um, fear around something. So we can get a lot of information about that in the records and clear and heal, release a lot of that. So it can be really, really um, energetically helpful, and then it just gives us the room and the space to make some different choices. We feel differently about things. Hello? Yes? Oh, hello. I probably, here's what's going on, just so you guys know. It's so funny because I was trying to open your guys' mics, and I cannot see the board at all. Like, the screen is blank. So I think it's really that this has never happened before. So obviously <laughs> somebody's mic is open, so go ahead if you have a question. Yeah, I can hi. try turning on my computer and doing it, but it's going to take me a couple minutes to get on there. That's fine. Well, I think somebody's mic is open, so, yeah, if you want to try. Yeah, you- yeah, I was told that I'm unmuted, so that's why I'm trying to say hello. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Did you have a question you wanted to ask about the Akashic Records? Uh, yeah, I mean, so you said you won't do anything specific for anybody. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right, because, and I'll just kind of, um, this is a good chance to kind of explain, because Opening the Akashic Records for someone, I take it, I do this as a very sacred work. And so I actually use your full legal name. I want your written consent. And it takes a few minutes to really move into that high vibration of your personal Akashic Records. And so it's really kind of different than just getting an intuitive hit or just a little information for you. So um, kind of holding that vibration, I'm happy to answer kind of general questions if you have general questions about the Akashic Records and and how it might benefit you, but I can't really answer your personal questions because I'm not in your records. So uh, to uh, further ask from the question that um, somebody else was um, asking earlier about, you know, uh, two people, if one wants to fulfill the contract and one doesn't, so the only way is to kind of modify it. There is no other way. I mean, you cannot make the other person like, follow it. Right. No, you can't because, of course, because we're all beings of free will, so say you came to me and you wanted to work on a contract that you had with a with a partner. They could be a business partner or a relationship, you know, personal partner, doesn't matter. But I would open your records and I can only work in the energy field of you and your Akashic records. So I can heal past lives that you might have had with that person. I can heal vows or contracts that you have um around that relationship or something even similar sometimes, Um, and we can change and shift your records and and release um, those old vibrations, but I can't, um, you know, kind of change their side. But what people notice is is that when we change you, it usually changes the whole paradigm. It usually changes the whole contract. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Are you on yet, Shannon, by the way? No. 
Okay, because I have no board control. Well, um, Lisa, I didn't know if you were willing to do your meditation, and then we can wrap it up, which is going to be kind of abrupt. I'm just going to have to hang up because I have no access to the board. Uh-huh. But um, I don't think it's not anywhere else, so I'm kind of really? yeah. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't do anything. I have no board control. She doesn't realize she's not muted. No. Okay, wait. It might be coming in. Hold on one second. Maybe it's changing. Looks like it might be loading. Computer. I love computers. I love technology. I love all the access we have, but it also creates issues. <laughs> yeah, we might not be able to do anything uh, with that in the background. It's it's coming in. So okay, looks like I have board control back. Yay! Hold on. Let me see. Yay! Okay, so we're back on the air, at least as far as I can see. So, Lisa, would you be willing to do that, or would you prefer to kind of wrap it up now? No, I'm good. If you want to do the, um, I, I love to do a guided kind of visualization, and um, there's one that I love to do that that takes us back, kind of down into the past, into a past life in which you can reclaim some past life wisdom for yourself. So you, you're really setting the intention that you're going to reclaim some information. Um, so whatever it was, like an example, say say you want to um, do some energy healing again, but you're not feeling very strong in that. We can. What your intention would be is to um, reclaim some past life information in which you were um, a clear and powerful energy healer. Or say you want to write a book. You want to intend that you're going to um, reclaim some information in which you were a published author. Mm. So, I mean, it can be any kind of thing that maybe you're desiring in your life today. And basically, if you are desiring it now, you've done it before because you've lived hundreds of lifetimes. <laughs> and so... So anything that your soul has come here to do, it has a lot of that information and wisdom there already. So by reclaiming it, it's really lovely. We're just bringing that that wisdom and information present into this present moment, into this present physical body. And so you, you'll people really feel it as kind of you're filling up with some information that you you've maybe been missing, you know, in this life. So it can be really helpful. And so all you have to do is intend, you know, kind of set the intention that you'll reclaim um, some past life information that will be useful for you. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah. So, and then hopefully people have a chance to actually close their eyes and kind of go along on this guided journey. That's lovely. And, and if you can't, that's just fine, too. But um, uh, And hopefully you, you, I, you post these. People can listen to the recordings and things like that. Maybe someone can go back and do it later if it's, it's, if it's archived. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's not only archived, it is um, archived on iTunes as well, so it's exposed to. We've got a, we're up to about between 3,000 and 5,000 uh, listeners every week, so we have quite the audience, Ms. Lisa. <laughs> oh, great. That's very exciting because we, of course, want everyone in the world to 
reclaim their wisdom, their information to be divinely guided every day so that they can really, you know, walk on their soul's path with ease and grace. So that is my intention in the world. And so um, so let's do this, this guided visualization. Okay. So just sit back again. We just allow our bodies to relax into our chairs. We feel the support of the chair beneath us. And we know the divine support of the Akashic field is around us. Guiding us and guarding us and protecting us as we take this journey. And imagine yourself standing on a road. You're out in nature. There's a field all around you. It's a dirt road. And it's very quiet and beautiful. And you're walking down this road. And way up ahead, you see a big forest. And so as you slowly walk down this road... You know we're going back. We're going back in time. We're stepping back through the ages. And we come to the forest and we look deep into this beautiful forest and it's really dense. But it feels safe and warm in there. And so we intend to walk down into this forest as we walk back in our soul's history, going back through time, back through the ages, looking for the perfect past life for us to reclaim some vital information and energy. So we walk into this forest, and it's dark in here. And the trees are very thick. They're very dense. And as we look off to our right, we see some light sparkling in the distance. And we look off to our left, and we see some more sparkling kind of lights. And we know that those sparkling lights are the lights from past lives. And we continue to walk back in time down this road, glancing to either side. And we hear some laughter through the forest. And we hear some music playing out in the trees. And we know that there are times and places, there are villages and families. There are people dancing around bonfires. There are people living in castles. There are people living in all times that we've lived in. So we go back through the medieval times, back into the early ages, back into the time before Christ. Wherever it is, we're called to stop. We stop, and we see a little trail 
that leads into the denseness of the woods. And we see some lights. It might be a, a fire, a campfire, a bonfire. We see those sparkling lights out into the woods, and we walk even further back in time, back into this specific past life that holds this energy, this wisdom, this information for us. And as we walk back, we come upon this place, this town or village, and the people come forward, and they're so happy to see us because they're friends and they're family. They're people who know us and remember us. They're people that we loved that we had a beautiful life with. And those people are holding that wisdom for us. They're holding these great memories for us. And they come forward with love and with gifts. And they wrap their arms around us and they sing us songs. And they play beautiful music that helps our hearts and our souls to remember who we were back then and there. And they shower us with energy and love. And we feel our souls expanding. And we feel ourselves remembering. And we open our arms to receive the love and the gifts. And they give us these gifts and they may show up for you as a physical gift. It may be a box or something wrapped. It may be food or music. It may be something that's been woven or knitted. It may be a garment that we put on. And we open our arms and we receive this wisdom, the love, and the gifts that we held, that we are, that are really part of our expanded soul energy. And we breathe it in and we feel it merge and integrate into our physical bodies. And we hug our family and our friends and we thank them for reminding us who we were and who we still are. And we kiss them goodbye. And we turn back to the path. And we head back to the main road. We wave goodbye. We blow kisses to them. And we feel really warm and filled up. And we walk up this little trail back to the main path in the woods. And we're still in the woods, but now we're on this more expanded path. And on this path, we journey back in time. Step by step, we return back into this present moment. So we slowly walk back, and we open our arms wide as we see the lights that still sparkle in the forest around us. And we just ask and intend to receive any other gifts from these other lifetimes 
that we're able to receive right here and right now as we walk home up through time. So breathing in the other gifts that come to us, breathing in the light and love and wisdom that we are. We feel these gifts filling our heart and soul. And we integrate them into our bodies. And we see ahead of us the light of the main road. And we walk back and we step out of the forest onto the main road. And here we are back into the light and back into the lighted fields. And again, we come forward, we take some steps back. We're coming back into this, into this lifetime, into this time and dimension and age. And just imagine yourself stepping back into your house that you live in here and now. And walk into your hall and into your room, and you can see your body sitting there meditating in your chair. And you step back present into physical form right here and right now in this moment, right here with your eyes closed. And just breathe deeply as we ask the Lord to integrate this wisdom, the gifts that you've received, integrating them physically into this form right here. And if you feel ready and comfortable, just open your eyes, allowing yourself to come present in this moment. Right here in March of 2013 on Dr. Kim's radio show. Can we say welcome back? I'm ready for bed now. (laughs) (laughs) You have a soothing voice. See you guys. I think you have the you have the most soothing voice. That's wonderful. I do want to get in one last question, and and then we'll give out your website information and wrap it up. But um, we had a question from the chat room. Are there some records that cannot be accessed right now? Great question. Yes, there are some ac- some records that cannot be accessed right now. Hmm. So in a couple of different layers. I always receive information from the masters in kind of multidimensional layers. So um, when a person, say, has an Akashic consultation, the masters meet them where they are. So you may ask a question about whatever it is your question's about, and you'll receive a lot of information, but there may be information you're not ready to receive yet, and so those records won't come forward now. Mm. And so you may find that you have another consultation in a month or in six months after you've done some of the homework that the masters have given you or or followed through with some of the information um, and wisdom you've received in your records, and you've made some steps forward. And now the next time you have a consultation, you are able to access, or I'm able to access for you, those um, more expansive records with some deep, different soul information and energy. So it's sometimes we're taking just kind of baby steps and we're stepping along on our path. And so those records open as we're ready to receive that information. And so that's kind of in the really human or, and personal way. 
and then the other side of it is that um, what I've been told is that when we first started using these vibrational keys to access the records, 50 years ago the planet was in a different energy place, and we could access, you know, some realms. But now as mankind, have, as we've gone through the 2012 gateway, as humanity is stepping into empowering themselves and, and holding more light and getting on their soul path, the earth itself um, and humanity are actually able to access more realms and more records, which is why they've now given me, you know, multiple um multiple prayers to access records, and I find that we can start to access some different realms that were not available, some more galactic records, and, and even records of science are opening um, and healing that, that haven't been um, available before. So, yes, they are opening as we really do our work and step forward. Different record, records are opening for us. Mm, that's so interesting. Okay. Um, well, if you could give out your information one last time so people know how to contact with you and um, your discount, you guys can get a discount. That is so generous. Thank you so much, Lisa. I know I'm going to be taking advantage of that because <laughs> you intrigued me. It's so funny, Lisa. I always have a, what I call confirmation readings, and I'm like, um, I already knew that. And they're like, really? <laughs> just so funny. But but it's irresistible. I think it's just irresistible to see if maybe you can get some insight. And, and usually you can, even if you're a reader yourself or an intuitive yourself, you can usually get um, insight by dipping into other modalities that you don't necessarily practice. So thank you so much for that. Oh, and, well, um, well. Yeah, so go ahead and give your information and your um, secret code word to get your secret to everything discount. Okay, yeah, and and just kind of speaking to that because I think is you know, I, I get readings and healings because even, even when we're clear channels of our own, you know, information, yeah. a lot of times we're kind of so deep in our own issues that it's so useful to get, you know, someone else's point of view. So, so even if you you are an intuitive or, you know, a psychic reader, healer. It's really can be so useful. I know I do it. <laughs> and obviously well, you do it. Well, that feel because it's just irresistible to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. I love to get channeled information from other realms because, you know, the Akashic field is huge and amazing, but I'm not channeling, you know, say, um, you know, some of the ancient Egyptian gods or, you know, or St. Germain. And I love to get that perspective because it's different and it's wonderful and profound. So, yeah, it's very, very, very fun and really great and can really open our eyes to different information. Absolutely. Well, um why don't you give out your website one more time so people know okay. how to get a hold of you? Yes, and so I'll, ex I'll I'll spell it again. I don't know. Do you have a website where you post these things? or I, I generally do. I'm in the middle of switching websites, so I did post it in the chat room, and I will post it when I repost the replays. I will post it on Facebook. Oh, great. Thank you. Because well. Akashic is one of those words that people don't usually exactly. <laughs> know how to spell. <laughs> so I'll spell it out. It's Akashic Knowing. And it's A K A S H I C K N O W I N G dot com, akashicknowing.com. And then you would do, you know, forward slash consultations or go to the work with me page, both the same place. 
And when you would go to buy a single session for $222, when you click on that link, you go and put in uh, the coupon code, which is LOVE. L-O-V-E, you just type in LOVE in the coupon code box, and that will give you a 30% discount. So it's only $155 for an hour and 15-minute Akashic Record consultation and healing session. So that is my gift to your listeners. And also there's lots of information about my classes on the class page, so you can learn... um, more information if you're interested in in learning to access your own Akashic Records so you can be divinely guided every day. And, of course, even if you just want a free gift, please go to my website. Again, just Akashic Knowing, and you just put in your information um, for the journey into the Akashic Records, and then you'll get a um, an email with a link to listen to that um, that recording that mp3 and you can download it and listen to it lots of times and then you'll also get on my newsletter list so you will see when i'm offering classes and when i'm on um offering specials because you know different specials like this so you'll get my information i don't swamp people i usually i i barely even send out newsletters once or emails once a week i'm not really that up on that so (laughs) so it's not too bad so you'll get my my guided meditation into the Akashic Records where you'll get to bathe in the river of forgiveness and receive some more Akashic Record gifts. So that's all really fun. So I hope people go and take advantage of that because it's free. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. It's been so much fun. And um, I have a feeling we'll be talking soon. I would love it. I look forward to it. Thank you so much, Dr. Kim. It's really been fun and a pleasure and talking to all of you. So thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Many blessings to you and have a good evening. Thank you. Good night. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Wow, that was a good show, you guys. That was very, very interesting. Do you have any thoughts you want to um, wrap up with, Walt or Shannon? No, but I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm more friend. confused now than I was before. I think <laughs> you need a reading, and then maybe you can ask her, like, you know, the personal questions would be absolutely wonderful. So next next week um, we'll be talking about our kind of teasing you with some of our psychic classes. I may be able to get our mentor on here. I'm going to be doing um, free energy healings and readings as well, and we'll see. Maybe we can drag in uh, Shannon and Walt and some of those too. So, um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, much, much love to all of you, and uh, hopefully we will see you next week. Uh, do you want me to do the uh, ending announcements? If you talk really fast, because we've got like five minutes. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, if you'd like to get a hold of Dr. Kimberly, you may do so on www.secrettoeverything.com. You also can follow her on Twitter at Serene Wellness. And her Facebook page is Serenity Natural Wellness, or you can find her on, at Kimberly McGeorge. If you'd like to follow Shannon on Twitter, her name is Shan Roof. And my name is Walt, at, uh, that would be Ghost Hunter Walt on Twitter. I also have a website, which is www.gotspirits.org, if you have any paranormal questions. And then a quick shout-out to Kelly, who always listens to us, and we love her so much. And Tiffany, who listens and has had the flu, and we wish her to get well. And then the gorgeous Katie, who is now a big fan of the show.
And that's all I have. That's awesome. I turned off my mic. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. Well, thank you for everybody. Uh, I love I love that your fans become my fans. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, good night, everybody. Have an amazing week. Thank you so much. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening on our Secrets to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio.